At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. I've been wearing leather pants for 17 years now, non-stop. Think about that for a second. And ask yourself, can we still be friends? Zogons and Radio Podcast. Turn it up, people. Oh, yeah. It's the Guns and Radio Podcast. I am one of your two hosts, Dustin Bones, and I am joined by Chris the Hitman Caputo. How you doing? What's up? Oh. Not much, man. What a week it has been by the time you guys hear this podcast. Oh, Two geez. weeks it's been. Oh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm not going to bullshit you and tell you that uh, I'm going to tell you about any of the shows I've been to. We're just going to skip that. Because we, we're just going to mm-hmm. skip it. Got to save a little something for next week. Next week, I will tell you the story of my trip to Louisville, Kentucky to see Louder Than Life. Ooh. And depending on how uh, the next couple of days go, it might get a little more interesting than I had originally expected. But that's yeah. all I'm going to say about that for now. Uh, how you doing, man? We are on our four, fourth fourth episode. This is four. Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm loving. We got a lot of positive feedback over the last few days from previous episodes, man. It's good. Shout out to the fans so far we got. Thank you, guys. You're the day oh, yeah. ones right now, so I know, man. You guys are are, are in it from the get go, and you know what I'm mm-hmm. gonna do? Since you mentioned that, let's roll over to the. I'm gonna roll over to our Discord, and I'm gonna shout out some folks that have been chatting in our room, which I can do mm-hmm. that because right now we're still getting started, so it's not like I'm gonna be able to do this any other time. Because if we do get real big, then things are gonna start blowing up, and uh, it's going to be a pain in the ass. And we'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> Then it'll be Patreon subscribers. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> uh, we want to shout out to Nemus, who was the first person to post it in our uh, chat. and he got the OG. A, he got a special badge. His name shows up in gold when he shows up in our chat room, while nobody else's does. So yeah. if you ever see Nemus in our chat room and you wonder why is his name gold and nobody else's is, it's because he is the first person that posted in our Discord. And uh, he got a special badge for that. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Mr. Number One. We was able to pinpoint Mr. Number One. And if you know mm-hmm. who that is, what a hell of a Mr. Number One, uh, I got to say. Uh, let's see. Hill Phil, Uncle Bob, thank you guys for posting in. Murph is a, has paid us a visit. I am not going to try. Kaiser91, thank you for paying us a visit. Mm-hmm. Pause. Of course, there's you and me with our normal conversations. Franz, yeah. Franzad. Yeah, old Franz and Roses there. Oh, nice, nice. Shout out to him, man. He's supposed to good shit. And Bitstorm. And then we got a guy named Mac Daddy. I wonder where he got that name from. <laughs> and then we got Faxel. We got Zodiac 13, Luke Powell 1988. And then there's a guy named Prom Violence. I love how these people, you can see how these guys, these, these screen names start to evolve as things begin happening in this yeah. wonderful community. I'm through I'm seeing ones where it's like, oh, username, and they put like, or like old brain drums or old Josh drums, like <laughs> referencing the leaks, and I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I would have changed my name to Dustin Bones up 1.5 decimal. <laughs> <laughs> EQ Tom's. <laughs> oh, this is the one Tom's who taught likes. <laughs> That's the one Tom. Oh, is somebody already the one Tom likes? Let me see. I'm yeah, I, was, I saw uh, that like the other Discord. Somebody beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see here. I don't want to leave anybody out, especially at this stage. So there's a guy named China in here. Thank you for joining our Discord and uh, <laughs> talking stuff with us. Of course, you can use MusicBot 9000 to rock out to some kick-ass tunes while we're all talking. Give me some reggae. Welcome aboard. And... Ooh. um. Your you guns. 
I like that guy. Uh, huge shout out to that guy. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I hate to say this one, but I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to dive into it. I'm going to do it with some confidence. Hang on. <clears throat> Rommel's cunt. Welcome to our show. <laughs> uh, man, I have to psych myself up for that word because I only use it when I'm really pissed. Yeah. Uh, I was just kidding one. Well, we're not kidding when we say we appreciate you for joining our Discord. Story 33, belly button. There's so many more than I thought there were when I started this. Yeah, I'm just like making friends with people on like other Discords and just inviting them here. I'm like, come join this one. Get out of fun. Good it's man. not as good as the other GNR ones, but at least we can talk some shit in here. Oh, yeah. Well, well, it's just getting started. And I mean, yeah, we don't let links. We don't. I try not to, I've, I've tried to make the setting so you can't post links to shit mm-hmm. since that's what happened to the barn, uh, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Um, but, uh, if somebody were to come in and DM somebody and say, Hey, yo, you got this. Mm-hmm. And they were to hook them up. I couldn't stop that. Yeah. And we would be not in the wrong. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's what you are to do. Mm-hmm. But it would be better to do. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got do no follow-up than, to that. I'm just not going to yeah. say it. <laughs> do it other than throwing links out there in the open. Do the yeah, shit in silence. I hope to eventually figure out how to record, like, people give us voice clips instead of just talk live. And then mm-hmm. we can use those in the in the program to do shout outs and shit like that. And maybe sure, answer yeah. some questions and things like that. A little fan, a little audience. I hate to say fans because we're we we're not we're not a show with fans, man. We're a show with friends. Yeah. Y'all are our homies, man. Y'all wanna get in on this yeah. conversation? Join in, talk to us. And uh we would love to have you. Yeah. Cause cause we're all fans. Yeah, this is by fans for fans, basically. Damn right. And you know, there's an old saying that says, there's no such thing as two strangers that like the same band. And if you're here, I feel like, and you're listening in in, in the first place, then I feel like we could pretty much lay down that groundwork that that we like the same band. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, speaking of... By fans and for fans. Uh, before we get started today, we are going to get to since I have since shit. We're going to get to since I don't have you, which is our song for the day. I haven't announced that yet. We haven't even plugged our shit yet. We're almost ten minutes in. Uh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know what? You do this part better than me. Yeah. So Twitter, Instagram. It's the same handle at Guns and Radio Pod. Follow us there. We need more Twitter followers because we have barely any right now. But we're getting close to 100 on Instagram, so I want to get us to 100 there. If we can get 100 Twitter followers, when we get 100 100 Twitter followers, we will do an episode, a bonus episode, and we will let the Twitter followers vote on which episode we do. Yeah, once it happens, I can put a poll up and whatnot. That's a that, that that's an idea. So if you guys want to say besides us just spinning the wheel of a uh, of good luck and random, we'll throw up a poll and uh, we'll let you guys decide. And uh, you'll st- and, and we'll even do an extra one just so that you yeah. still get your Monday fixed. And we'll throw this shit up on a another day. <laughs> I don't know what day. Yeah. Uh, we we, we got to get there first, guys. So get on Twitter. Get on your nine hundred Twitter accounts and follow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that one fan with like 900 Twitters get on get on Twitter and use all those accounts to follow us yeah and can you'll get, get a bonus the, uh, episode yeah I guess I it's say, matter, can, yeah. how much does this one fan like this podcast hopefully <laughs> enough to follow us 900 times <laughs> to set up 900 email addresses <laughs> so, and then sign up for 900 Twitter accounts and you know what? If you if you do that and you're that fan, send the screenshots to prove it. We'll give you a special color name in our Discord. Oh fuck! I will give you some free shit. That's uh, for sure. I don't have any merch yet. We'll give you an autographed blank CD. 
they can't see me winking when I said blank. Uh, here's what we do. We will, uh, we will, uh, we will karaoke one of the leak tracks, uh, with a uh, Caputo beatboxing on it. And, I'm uh, done. <laughs> and, uh, me doing my, uh, worst Axl Rose impression. And, uh, <laughs> and then we will send that to you. <laughs> and uh we'll sign it somehow caputo will sign it we'll get that to you yeah. we'll figure it. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there just do okay. the shit and we'll we'll, we'll worry about <laughs> the repercussions afterward if you trade that for something like huge in the leak market i will commend you ten thousand percent especially if you share it with me <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> Could you imagine if that shit actually happened and your voice was on there and then they traded yeah. it for like the general or something and then wouldn't share it with you? Yeah, we get the VMA 02 rehearsals. Oh. We get a snippet to prove that they have it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to read this question off of uh, um, Reddit and uh, we're going to discuss it and then I'll comment on their Reddit and let them know we're. Uh, answering their question on our podcast so this is from our guns and roses and it is posted by tessa is cold uh i almost said is she canadian but then i in my head i went there like would that offend chris no not at all (laughs) i told you the eskimo story didn't i yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's one for another time Uh, we gotta save something for this future episodes all right so the title of this reddit post is three questions for gnr fans and i like this because she's making a good point and it says have you ever walked out of a concert annoyed from any band that you enjoyed because they played a brand new cut a brand new song or because they busted out an old song uh from their deep cut uh, they still played all of their popular songs but just rotated two uh two different songs into the same set list did you leave upset Question number two. Did you ever go to a concert where you were just a casual fan of a band? Such a casual fan. um, I lost my place. Just a casual fan of the band. Such a casual fan of the band that you could literally only name their their Billboard singles. If so, if the band played those singles but also played a couple of songs you'd never heard before, do you walk out pissed off? Did it ruin the show for you? Uh... And then finally, the last one is, uh, the last thing she, she put here, or he, I don't know, uh, they put here is, uh, below is a set list for a show, uh, from that GNR played, uh, before they released illusions and the majority of the set list is illusion song. Do you think all these casual fans walked away annoyed, pissed off or whatever? And I guess the point is about the unreleased songs, like, like what would it hurt to play these motherfuckers? But, uh... Now, keep in mind, this is before Illusion came out. So the set list is Welcome to the Jungle, Mr. Brownstone, and then Bad Obsession, Dust and Bones, Live and Let Die, Civil War, Double Talking Jive. That's five songs that these people hadn't heard yet, back to back to back to back. And then It's So Easy, Patience, and then November Rain and You Could Be Mine. Once again, back to back. And then Matt Sorum had a drum solo slash had a guitar solo that did Speak Softly Love, Sweet Child of Mine, Night Train. Then Yesterday's 14 Years, which two illusion songs, uh, My Michelle, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Uh, so there's a total of 11 here because then Estranged was uh, next to last. And then, of course, Paradise City closed the show. Um, that's a very interesting, to me anyway, yeah. thing to really think about and... Uh, kind of bite into what do you think you want to go first well i was gonna say out of two of those out of sorry out of all those two of those are covers like live and let die knock on heaven's door were covers so yeah. basically people thought oh maybe they're just adding more covers like a couple covers to the set list whatever little no did one, we know yeah well actually <laughs> wait knock on heaven's door was released in 1990 was it not was it part of something else like maybe a yeah days of thunder soundtrack okay so I think people heard it from there. Maybe they reworked it for the illusions or something in some way. I don't know. Okay, so if we take out the the two covers, that still yeah. leaves us nine. Yeah, that's a shit ton of songs. Yeah, and then if you go with that big that big uh, chunk at the front where I said it was just like illusion songs after and ever, uh, mm-hmm. the only thing uh, 
Live and Let Die smack dab in the middle of that section. So it's like two songs you never heard, Live and Let Die, two songs you never heard, back in the songs you know and love. Yeah. Now, one could argue, and I'm not going to make too much of the argument, because uh, some of the things that have come out recently uh, online, I've really enjoyed. Some of it I've been like, eh. Uh, I can only really think of two songs just in my opinion, uh, from what we know, that would hold up to the rest of the material. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but like when you got songs like Bad Obsession, Civil War, Double Talking Job, November Rain, You Could Be Mine. Yeah. I mean, you ain't going to put Atlas Shrugged up against any of these. Like, you can't really compare. Yeah, especially, I think times were different a lot back then, because Guns N' Roses was, that was like their heyday, realistically, and like, dude, people were hyped for these albums that were coming out, which I think they were heavily promoted way before then, too, and nowadays, like, only the hardcore fans would know what, like, a hard school or their Atlas Shrug would be like, it'd be cool for a lot of casual, maybe be like, oh, this is maybe some new shit or whatever, I mean, it did work for, like, them playing the, a lot of the Chinese democracy songs, because, like, the sales and streams went up of that album. So that kind of helped to an extent. But, like, I don't know. It's a lot it's a lot different era. It's like a 20-plus year gap difference, especially in how, you know, we as, like, a society absorb media and everything with, like, entertainment, music, social media, all that stuff. It's a lot different now it is. I'm not sure that they'll put out another album. Because, uh, like, you know how Motley Crue put out Sex as just a random single? Yeah. I feel like more than likely, if we were going to get anything, they might dub the guitars mm-hmm. from Hard School. Yeah. Uh, remix it with the vocals. Clean the shit up a little bit, make it sound a little better. And yeah. uh, we might get that in in a couple of years yeah. as a single on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And then, or if we do get anything, it might be like an EP of like maybe two new songs, a couple mm-hmm. of reworked Chinese democracy democracy songs, and then uh, a bunch of live uh, takes for filler. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like the whole like EP route. Release a few like song like new few new shit at a time, few songs, whatever. Yeah, it's like every like something. Yeah, every, every like three, four months you get an EP with like three new gun songs and that's like that slowly makes up the album in a year or two's time. And then, is that what Izzy does now? Is he just does iTunes singles? Oh, who the fuck knows what Izzy does now? I read <laughs> The guy's in tweeted in months. Then he just tweet because uh, or he just started a Twitter because somebody pissed him off. Yeah, a couple years ago. Like he'll tweet some shit. And then like half of it's deleted now, so it's like, what's the point? <laughs> I don't know. I got to tell you something else, man. In prepping for this show and finding things to talk about, I'm uh, getting a little off topic now. I went to the Wayback Machine mm-hmm. and I pulled up GunsNRoses.com because uh, I started visiting the website very regularly, the official website very regularly, in about 2010, 2011, and it yeah. didn't change nothing like yeah. nothing changed there was an interview with dj ashba introducing you to him mm-hmm. there was a q a with axel rose and then there just really wasn't shit on it so it was a pretty lame website and then uh who are the people that started night train because they were fucking dicks um the company um on the tip of my tongue when it relaunched it went away for about a month and then it relaunched with the the red the flash look it had right before Slash and them came back um damn it I can't think of it it's not that important uh, we don't want to put them over anyway fuck it uh yeah. anyway they uh they started that and then they launched it with the night train mm-hmm. and uh all of that other shit, which I did. I was game, dude. I had a night train account before you could buy one. Uh, oh, what? Uh, somebody whose name I'm not going to mention 
uh, he and I, we were at his house. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this is back when we were still uh, really, really, really good friends. And uh, we were hanging out and we got on there and we realized that, I forget what it was, but we just stumbled upon it. If we put something in the URL, it took us to a login page. And we were like, <laughs> what's this? Because uh, the website was still down. So uh, we went to it, and then we clicked sign up, and we put our information in it. And uh, it was the 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 groundwork for what would become Night Train. Oh, uh, yeah. So he and I joined immediately. We were, I don't know who got on first. He'll say he did. I really don't know. I don't, I think it was about the same time. But uh, we were the first, uh, so at least some of the first, I didn't see anybody else in there cause it wasn't really any, it was just a skeleton of what was to come. But when I logged in with my information, when it was time to pay for it, uh, it just told me I had to renew to, uh, to continue my, uh, subscription to night train. So we got on it and, uh, the band members, I know the band members had, uh, had profiles on there at that point. And uh, I can't remember if there was anybody else or not. I really don't think there was because there wasn't anything to it. But that's how we figured out that there was about to be uh, a forum. And our reasoning was is because of how popular the forums like my GNR are, uh, we thought that that was going to be uh, that was going to be that they were cashing in and uh, starting their own forum. So that's a little interesting note. And I will tell you this. I am responsible for one thing on there. When you first, when they first launched Night Train to where you could post and shit on there, yeah. they, uh, if you wanted to go to the last page to pick up where you left off on mm-hmm. the forum, you would have to click through every fucking page to get it's to a nightmare. And so I started a thread that said, Hey yo, can we get a next pa- a last page button, please? <laughs> and then when you open the thread, I was like, it is so annoying clicking through every page of shit I've already read to get to the last page. Can we please just get a last page button already? Yeah. And uh uh it was that's the fastest I've ever seen uh anything get done in this community because <laughs> i think it was the next day i logged on and uh somebody from whatever the company was running it had mm-hmm. commented and just said like uh done thanks for the suggestion or something and there was a last page button oh nice yours truly yes. made that happen and don't ever say old dustin never did anything for you yeah <laughs> something little <laughs> <laughs> A little bit goes a long way, man. Not to worry. <laughs> a dash of kindness. But uh, Tessa is cold. I hope we kind of answered your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, to I think, extent. Uh, yeah. We digress a lot on the show. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think the songs were better. So... It didn't matter that you hadn't heard them before. Because think about the first time you heard November Rain. What if you'd have been there? What if it had been in person? You know, I mean, these were epic, great, amazing songs. And I I hate to say it, there's just not a lot. At least, now, now, Axel could have a stash of private shit. Because he does have a recording studio in his own home. Yeah. So uh, he could have his private stash that uh, won't leak just because nobody can get to it because it's in his damn house. Mm-hmm. And that might be why he did the shit because he's like, okay, last time I tried to make a fucking album, <laughs> it, it constantly leaked out and we had to keep cleaning that shit up. So fuck this. Maybe these are a distraction. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe this shit got out on purpose. Because yeah. he really is recording an album. And while we're over here and the leakers are leaking this shit and clamoring for this shit, then, you know, the sleight of hand. While this hand's over here, like, keeping you distracted over here where nobody's looking. Something to think about. Damn. Could be. Could be. There's a forum thread for you. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Discord, all the great places where... Uh, 
we uh, do the media that is social. Yeah, and, where all uh, us uh, hardcore fans get together and uh, talk the talk the talk, or just talk the shit. I don't know. <laughs> that's fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, or we, we just do. talk about how big Axel is nowadays. Um, I don't. I don't get that. He didn't look any bigger than usual to me. Uh-huh. Maybe it was just me. Maybe it was just the video I was getting. But I haven't studied the photos. I've been getting ready for this road trip all week. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've got the whole job. Uh, old Dustin doesn't get to leak the general. <laughs> <laughs> at, what, 11 in the morning? Because <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> but, no, seriously. Uh Thank you to the people that leaked. Maybe wouldn't it be some shit if the general came out right as this episode was coming out, and, oh, and then here shit. we are talking this kind of shit about it, <laughs> <laughs> and it just so happened to, even though we recorded this what two weeks in advance. Yeah, it lives. <laughs> it's actually a fucking song. <laughs> and then a month later, you get to hear about it from us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Great delay. <laughs> <laughs> You guys took forever to bring that up. Well, yeah. it didn't come up in the lottery, so yeah. you know if it doesn't come up in the lottery, it's not our main topic of conversation. Yeah. Uh, continuing, I do want to say this. Uh, this uh, this episode is uh, brought to you by the delicious taste of the five dollar cravings box. Ooh, good shit in there for only five dollars. Yeah, really good shit for five dollars. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, <laughs> We'll just move right the fuck along from that. <laughs> For those who know, they'll know. If you don't know, ask around. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing we got to take care of before we dive into. Uh, since I don't have you, we got a little housekeeping to keep up from uh, uh, last week's episode. You may have noticed last week's episode ran just a little, little bit short. Um, mm-hmm. I know I sure noticed it, and uh, I think I know why, and I think it's because we spaced out and totally forgot that um, uh, two weeks ago when we did Prostitute, we compared guitar solos with the album version versus the uh, Not In This Lifetime tour version, and uh, now... Is, is Buckethead the guitarist on the... On the I can't keep up with all of these. Buckethead, I believe, is the guitarist on Sorry. Is he doing yeah, the or, or is that Robin? On... Wait, or which song are we talking? Uh, sorry. On Sorry? Um, it's... Hang on. I gotta... Hang on. Let me no, pull we'll out the out. trust... Let me pull a trusty old booklet out here. I'm gonna get so much shit for not knowing this, but how the hell? I can't. How am I supposed? How to can know? you know? This album went through 17 guitarists, 34 fucking producers, some and one Axl Rose. Like, some people are gonna be like, "Real fans can hear the difference." And no, the fuck you can't. The fuck are you guessing, producing this album? You're guessing like we are. Hell, watch it. It's going to come out in 20 years that it wasn't actually any of these people. And it was just yeah. Axel with a, like a fucking computer or some shit. <laughs> Working on DJ Pro Tools, kids. just just like layering 74 like parts of like drums and guitars. I want this note from Josh and this note from Brain. <laughs> he midied it's a guitar into a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias, get the fuck over here. <laughs> Midi this shit for me, and then he. I, I, the thought of Axl Rose in a recording studio holding a keytar. <laughs> and playing, uh, playing these kickass like uh, the the better solo. Yeah. <laughs> so bittersweet. Hey Pittman, give me a fucking towel. <laughs> Get your wobbly ass keyboard over here. <laughs> I asked him about that one time. I asked him, I asked, uh, I said, uh, what's the point of the keyboard that wobbles? I was like, when you turn it, does it make different sounds or anything like that? And uh, his answer was, uh, no, it's just more fun to play that way. <laughs> and I was like, really? Living life on do- the edge. I was like, it doesn't do anything. No, I got, he's like, no, I got to spring off a car and put it on there because it made it more fun to uh, to play because playing keys is boring because you just have to stand in one place. <laughs> and I said, huh. I said, well, is it fun to play that way? And he goes, yeah, it's pretty fun until it hits you in the nuts. 
Hey, at least a towel won't hit him in the nuts. <laughs> Unless he does it to himself on purpose. Oh, man. That's one thing he's never going to do. To me, that was the best part of that shitty show. Yeah. I mean, how do I say this without sounding, uh, without offending the Guns N' Roses community? Cripple kids. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they just made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh,. But what was funny was like you know you've got all these these it's it's at a school so it's all these kids that are handicapped and stuff and they're innocent children and then here's Axl Rose y'all fucking crazy yeah and he's like screwing up the lyrics and everything yeah it was like if there was any ever a time I would advocate for for just dropping out leaving out that f word maybe yeah. when you're performing in front of school children yeah well there was an audience there too so I mean was there. Yeah, because people like pay tickets for this stuff. It was like a two day thing. They had all these artists there. When I wanted to pay for that. Yeah, there's like Neil Young, a few other people over there too. I think. Man, I'm gonna tell you, anybody out there that gives Axl Rose shit about his voice going <laughs> at his in his older age, but you're still a Neil Young fan, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> First time I heard Neil Young, uh, I was a kid, and I thought it was uh, I thought it was like a joke. I thought because <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, did you find what you were looking for? Yes, back back to what we were looking for. So on sorry, the guitars are Buckethead, Robin Fink, and Ron Thal, and guitar solo goes to Buckethead. Okay, so we do get another Buckethead versus Slash. So this is round two. Ooh! All right. So uh, with that, let's uh, let's throw down. It is a little later at night in my and I live in an apartment complex. Let me take off my headphones. Let's see if the neighbors are playing their music loudly. I hear something going, so we'll just crank it up just to, just a hair, hmm. and hopefully you guys can hear this enough to make a fair comparison. And. Uh, Hopefully you can too, Chris. I'll be watching it in the monitor. So let's yeah. uh, let's check out the uh, the album version because we forgot to do this last week. So this is us cleaning house. Uh, mm. We're gonna do the album version of Sorry. Uh, then we're gonna do the uh, live version. So let's start with Buckethead. Or should we go the other way around since we did it that way last time? I've already got the album version queued up. Let's do it this way. No, we did it that way last time too. So I mean, right on. Here we go. So there's a solo. This is going to be a more compressed version of this since we're we've still got the whole show to do. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's that solo. Could you hear it all right? Yeah, I heard it pretty well. Sound good on your end? Very good. All right. And this is from. I hate to use this one, but I don't really have uh, much of a choice. I'm going to be using the Rock and Rio. What the fuck is it with Guns N' Roses and Rock and Rio and not being able to... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It feels like <laughs> they could have a great year. Like, you could you could get a, a, a fucking time machine, go mm -hmm. back to 1991, kidnap Axl Rose, bring, <laughs> bring him in to this band, teach him these songs... And he could go out and have a killer tour while nobody's looking. And then as soon as they play Rock and Rio when the world is fucking watching and we're actually getting something pro shot, he'd find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> I think there's something in the air in Brazil that just was like, it's like the shit winds or something in there. I was hoping that this was going to be the Rock and Rio that I could show people and be like, yeah, see? Yeah, like the old one. 
yeah, yeah, that was a that not you know what you're right that was an exception. That it was good, exception. but like it kind of like by the end of it, I think Axel like was falling flat. You could tell. I enjoyed it. I didn't notice any problems with it. Um, that for a long time was my second favorite uh, GNR concert to watch. If I was going to throw one on just to watch it, uh, because of the uh, the my first favorite was the '92 uh, Japan tapes. Oh, the ones that released on DVD. Yeah, yeah. I actually never had those on DVD. I only had one of them. I think I had the, the part two. I had uh I had a tape. I remember having a tape. Could be remembering it wrong. <laughs> but uh I'm a little I'm a little older than you. We did, I remember when DVDs came out. Yeah. I had to buy all my movies again. And then they switched to digital and they're trying to make yeah. me buy them again. Yeah, you DVDs was what like 95 even earlier. I remember uh Here's how I remember DVD happening. Uh, it was always like, coming soon to own on home video. You know, the tr- the previews. Because you're a kid, you're watching like, oh, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And so before the, the thing was started, it would be like, coming soon to own on home video. Mm-hmm. And then, because uh, I never heard anybody say VHS, ever. Until... Uh, the DVD came out, basically. Yeah, until DVD came out. Uh, yeah. It was always tapes. VHS or Betamax? I wasn't there for Betamax. I ain't that damn old. <laughs> uh, we always called them tapes, and then a VHS player was a VCR. Yes. I still had a VCR. I remember. I had a huge collection. Um, oh, they showed it and get me. I didn't... I didn't. What I did with all my tapes when, when my VCR was... When my VCR broke and I had to get rid of it, I took all of my tapes and uh, converted them to DVD. Oh, and uh, I was like, fuck that. I ain't buying all these movies again. Shit. I had to. Back then, I was a kid when I earned that money. I was mowing yards and shit to get a goddamn a $10 tape in, not, in 1999. So. Mm-hmm. Shit. Just that for inflation. Yeah. And that pisses that's... me off. Same tape. I'll see the same tape that I wanted and worked, mowed my ass off in those yards for. Now, I'll see that very cassette tape in the secondhand stores. For like a quarter. I'm like, fuck you. One dollar. <laughs> but I did, uh, I do have a VHS collection I've started, even though I don't own a VHS player. I've got the original release of all three Star Wars movies. Nice. I've got the, the, the 1997 special edition VHSs mm. of all of the Star Wars movies. I've got uh, three. I've got a box set of uh, the first three Indiana Jones movies, and I've got American Graffiti. So basically, every um, VHS that George Lucas put out, I've got. Nice. nice How much nice, do you nice. think I paid for all of that? Um. Hmm. So these were purchases were made what in the last recent years, or this is still from. Way back. Within the last three months. Runs? Probably between fifty and a hundred dollars. Oh, incorrecto. Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> the special edition Star Wars trilogy is a box set. The Indiana uh, Jones uh, trilogy is also a box set. And American uh, Graffiti is a tape by itself. Uh Salvation Army not Salvation Army, what's the other one? Uh da, 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 Goodwill. Goodwill, yeah. I was in Goodwill, and uh, I go popping tags from time to time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were selling VHS tapes, three for a dollar. And they counted the box sets. I expected to pay for each of these individually, but when I got up to the register, they counted the box sets as one tape because it was a Oh, shit. And so I got... Uh, the Star Wars trilogy, Indiana Jones trilogy, and American Graffiti for a buck. And I think I paid two bucks for the original trilogy when I was still married. My wife was in there looking for something, and I saw it. And I was like, dude, I'm going to buy this. Cause I, and she's like, we don't even have a VCR. I'm like, it'll still look cool, like on a shelf in our house. Yeah, man. Memorabilia is cool as fuck, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm on about them conversation pieces. Damn uh, right. So what was that? That makes a total of what? Five Three bucks. Three to five bucks. Fuck, I was, I was way off. 
They're not going to afford to, to, to throw down. You got to remember, I'm a grown-ass man now. I have bills. <laughs> I remember the good old days when I didn't have those. That was good times. Wish it didn't happen again. All right. So without further ado, we're going to uh, let Slash take his turn in the ring and uh, play his version of the guitar solo from Sorry. And I've actually uh, not heard this beyond the first time it aired, so uh, I listened to it enough to be able to cue it up. And uh, so here we go. You ready? Ready. impressed it's not bad but i don't know i'm not like super crazy for it it's completely different but still exactly it's so weird because it's like how do i word this it's so different yet like the first one's more uh, the, the the first one, the, the album version, has like more of a, a like a, like a, like a heavy metal kind of feel to it, but mm-hmm. like uh, like nothing else matters. Metallica's kind of style. Uh, that's a shitty yeah. comparison, but it's it's that kind of still slow, lower tone, um, uh, dramatic kind of metal sound to it. But that was straight up blues. Yeah, Slash is a very blues heavy guitarist. Oh, I yeah. like that style. Which I do love the blues, uh, don't get me wrong, but they're two completely different. Like it's taking the same song. It's almost like a, it's almost like another. Like if I wasn't listening to, if I, if I didn't know what I was listening to, mm-hmm. and I, and you just played me that that part, and like Slash had never came back to the band and all this other shit, but I heard that very track. Mm-hmm. I would think it was like a blues cover, or like a blues jam. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the new Slash solo, basically. It's just a blue jam. Uh, yeah. So, uh, there it is. We've uh, we've taken care of that. So, let us know what you think. Who won this round in Battle of the Solos? Yeah, Buckethead versus Slash, round two. We're going to put a poll up once this airs on Twitter. So, vote in there and follow us there. Damn right. And uh, with that, Chris, um, what do you say we get right into it? And uh, let's take a look at Since I Don't Have You. Let's do it. We've teased the, the fans here enough. So, I mean, let's, let's just We've teased these shit. people for 45 minutes now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and That's just a good I time think, we have here, though, man. I feel like this might be our best episode yet, though. I've really enjoyed it anyway. So Damn, we're fucking shooting the shit here. We're throwing out Chris Pittman jokes. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is in the air in Brazil during Rock and Rio season? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it could be like the crystal meth or something there. I have no idea. Who? You know how you go to a festival here and you smell weed in the crowd? I don't know what meth smells like, but... You know what? I'm going to leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. Yeah. Since I don't have you, first track of the spaghetti incident. We're going to start mm-hmm. it right now. Probably help. <laughs> Probably help if I queued up the video. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All of that build up for a fail. <laughs> the freaking uh, comments in this video are actually pretty funny. <laughs> I'm watching this on YouTube and it's making me sit through an ad. Fuck. I'm just looking at the comments. I was on like Axel should have done shampoo commercials back in the day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta say, um, I'm gonna pause real quick, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching along with us on YouTube, yeah, or if you're watching this video as a result of this podcast, uh, do us a favor. 
when you bring up the video, pause at the about 11 second mark where it's like the silhouette of the woman dancing there. And uh, just kind of turn your attention to where the male eyes are going to naturally go anyway. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I really hope she's wearing cut off jeans. <laughs> You'll see what I mean. It's <laughs> an interesting shape down there. If not, I got some bad news. <laughs> and I still can't tell. Oh man, yeah, Axel should have done a shampoo. This kind of does look like a shampoo commercial, right? Pantene Pro V. <laughs> oh yeah, and look, there's the woman in the sheets and everything with the perfect hair. And there's her man who also has perfect hair because he uses his wife's shampoo. <laughs> Garnier Fructis. It's for you too. <laughs> Dude, if somebody on the forum doesn't re-edit this into a shampoo commercial, I'm going to be disappointed. Maybe that could be our contribution to uh, to the community someday. All right, we got Cowboy Axel riding in a flying car with whatever the fuck that is. Oh, Gary Oldman. Oh, is that what that is? I have no clue yeah, what that's a reference. Gary Oldman to. plays the demon in there, this video. Okay, so he's a demon. Yeah, he basically like follows Axel or whatever around and shit. Okay. I, I, I was thinking that was uh, Robin Fink from like 2001. <laughs> when he had that weird fucking hair thing going on. I think in like Slash's autobiography he talks about like being doing the shooting the video for this with Gary Oldman and they're like doing nonstop amounts of cocaine. It's hilarious. Oh, is that him on the surfboard, I guess? Yeah, oh that's Matt Sorum there on the surfboard, I think. Uh, who was that? I don't know, it looked like uh That was Sorum? No way. Or Professor Gangrel, so I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. pause for a second. Uh I'm at the scene where Axel's tied up in front of the fire, and you've got the little imp or whatever, like poking at yeah. him with a with a a stick or a sword or something. Yeah, and Gary for, Oldman. There. Yeah, okay, Gary. I'm gonna write it down, Gary Oldman. Gary that guy Oldman. would be Commissioner Fucking Gordon in the Dark Knight. Hilarious. Really? Yeah, that's the same that's guy. Who that is? Yeah. Huh. Well, Commish, what were you up to your <laughs> to in your younger days? Oh, when I was your age, I was standing on a stool poking Axl Rose. Yeah. Doing blow-off like Hooker's tits with Slosh. <laughs> Could you imagine doing blow but remaining this little tiny size? Oh, gosh. And then doing blow-off of Hooker's tits with Slosh. <laughs> That's a cocaine addict's dream right there. <laughs> That's a I mean, besides doing dream. lines with Escobar. I'd love to be five inches tall and dive into some cleavage. That'd be the best day of my life. Uh, you know what? I think that's that's what heaven is like, Caputo. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Vern Schwer must know about that. That's why we got to be good. So when we die, we get to do that. <laughs> what was I going to say about? Th- oh yeah, I remember what I was thinking. When I first saw this, it took me a couple of minutes to realize that uh, that uh, Gary Oldman there, the little demon thing, whatever he's supposed to be, uh, wasn't. I thought he was cooking marshmallows at first. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looks like he's fishing. Just think, that guy that looks so much like the Joker would go on to be the guy that caught... I did not know that. Show the dude on the surfboard again. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, dude, it's obviously Matt Sorum, but like... He just looks so different for some reason in this video than what I remember Matt Sorum looking like. Who's the chick? Do we know that? That, I don't know. That I definitely gotta look into. It's probably a porn star. Who knows? Be nice. Okay, (laughs) here we go, my pal. Yeah, I guess that is him. Shit. Yeah. Why does he look so fucking... What is different? I don't know if it's the shades... 
He just doesn't look like Matt Storm. It's like when you see Slash with short hair. Yeah. He doesn't look like Slash. Yeah. I don't get it. You know what he kind of looks like? You know when uh, Jack Nicholson played the Joker? Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of what he looks like in this scenes. We're breezing right through this one. I thought we were going to hang out and talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Let's take a moment so I can at least read some of the notes that I've gotten on this song since I did take some time out. This song was originally by the Skyliners. It was uh, uh, originally released in 1958. Uh, You Think Chinese Democracy had a lot of guitars. This, I think, uh, if you look at the uh, written by section uh, for this song, it it, it has... almost as many names as the damn guitars for Chai Dem. We got Jackie okay. Taylor, James Beaumont, Janet Vogel, Vogel, yeah. Joseph Rock, Joe, I, I'm going to butcher this, Versacherin. Versacherin. I think it's like Verscherin, maybe Verscherin. Yeah, it could be. Maybe we need to say it with like an accent. Hang on. Yeah. <clears throat> Verscherin. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was what it was. Yeah. One, two. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? We're getting good at this, dude. Uh, Lenny Martin and uh, Wally Lester. This song was uh, originally released in 1958. It uh, charted at number 12 on the Billboard uh, 100. It was also covered by Don McLean and Ronnie Millsap. And Barbara Streisand. And Barbara Streisand. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't listen to shitty music. Um, (laughs) Someone's going to be like, you don't this the name of Barbara Streisand. We just lost the fan. <laughs> That's okay. We didn't need that one. <laughs> and it uh, when uh, it's the first track, of course, off the Spaghetti Incident. And yeah. uh, the Guns N' Roses version didn't do as good as the Skyliners version. It only got to number 69. nice (laughs) and the only reason I included that fact in there is because it was number 69 my favorite number (laughs) 420 (laughs) (laughs) imagine if someday we have 420 episodes we're going to have fun on that day shit we'll be covering everyone's solo projects at that point about that time, we will have done moved on. We'll have to cover something by Sublime. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hit play again. I honestly expected this to take longer. So, But the beautiful thing about having a video is, is we've got so much to talk about. Yeah. Look how young Dizzy Reed looks. I think Gilby Clark's in this video, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there he is right there at the campfire. Gilby Clark, yeah. This is the only album he was ever on in Guns history. He wasn't on U- Illusions at all? No, that was Izzy Stradlin. Izzy was still oh. there when they recorded it. Okay, I'm thinking about Matt Sorum did some of uh, the drumming on that. That's, I think that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, Matt mostly did the Illusion stuff. There's a lot of guys in GNR that only get to be on one album. <laughs> Gilby was the DJ first man <laughs> Being a band that long And not make it to any album Yeah Not that long He was what from 09 to 2014 2015 Slash tosses you a guitar pick And we have uh, Axel What the fuck is with Axel Rose And being underwater back then yeah, first what was it the uh, Don't Cry? Yes, no. Or was it Don't no. Cry that came first? No, Don't Cry. He was like buried underground. Or no, that was the fruit, the Frozen Man. In Don't Cry. Yeah. Yeah, where he's like walking. If a he's like swims by right now. I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> lose your illusions, not Axel. <laughs> he's hallucinating a dolphin. What if that turns out to be what it was? Is he like? Did some uh, LSD or something and then saw dolphins and shit and just wrote that shit down and made a uh, made a music video off of his acid trip. Yeah, definitely a lot of shrooms for sure. I think maybe maybe that's yeah. why like he's so uh, he's nicer now. Could be. 
Because from what I've heard, I mean, he seems really nice. From the couple of times I've I've never, I've never had just a, a lengthy conversation with the guy. But mm. uh, in the brief few moments our paths have crossed, I never, you know, you meet somebody and you get a vibe about him. Mm. And it could just be he's fucking Axel Rose, and I knew who he was. Mm. But I've never got a uh, not good vibe off of him. I mean, it's, like I said, now we've only two max one minute of being around each other in real life. Yeah, at a time. Passing by, getting hounded by people and shit like that. And then I just happened to be nearby seeing it go down or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, he's spoken to us a couple of times. Uh, nice. I did get to touch him one time. That's the closest I've ever come to actually anything worth telling. And that was when he, uh, during Civil War in Atlanta, Georgia, he reached down from the stage and he grabbed my hand. Nice. So that was cool. That's really fucking cool, actually. But, um, but there was, uh, and then in Kansas City, he signed some autographs for some people and stuff like that as he, uh, made his way over to his tour bus. But in those little moments of passing, he just, uh, I, I didn't get a horrible vibe off of him. I mean, just the way he carries himself and I've seen him carry himself and stuff. It's like he, uh, he knows who he is and he's got a. A confidence to him. He's got like a swagger to him, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I've never got much of a like dickhead vibe off of him or anything like no. that. Well, unless you like piss the guy off or like do something to intentionally do that or like something fucking stupid, of course he'd be pissed off. Yeah. But if you're like I mean, a genuine fan and you're just like, oh, Axel, I fucking love you, whatever, like, I don't think you'd care. I think that might get annoying after a while. People going crazy and shit like that. Yeah, but it's like Axl Rose. The dude was once the Howard Hughes of rock music. He was a fucking recluse. People would go crazy yeah. if they saw him now. Yeah, yeah but, you, but dude, the thing that sucks about being famous is little shit that you like. Like Everybody thinks it sounds great, and uh, I would much rather be rich than famous. Um, if I was famous, I, I would use my fame to get rich <laughs> and then I would disappear too. Mm. Uh, but the thing that sucks about being famous is, is you can't do shit. Like, like if I get bored right now, I can get in my car. Um, I can go walk around Walmart and just get some fresh air. You know what I mean? Just go do something, go to the mall and just fucking mall rat it up. Or if I want to go to the park, I can just go to the park and just kind of stroll around, get some fresh air, take in nature and shit like that. You can't do that shit when you're famous. Yeah, unless you like a high security detail or something. But don't you ever just want to go take a walk and not be around nobody? Yeah, I can agree with that. Well, well, I... I would say that this episode didn't do what we normally do, but I don't feel like mm. this was a failed episode. No, this was a fucking blast, man. We just shot the shit for a good hour or so. Whatever. Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll have more like these in the future. Yeah, we went through the final Guns N' Roses music video to date. Who knows if we'll have another one? Uh, we got a piece of one a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, it's so, so easy. Is that is that now the final? Wouldn't that be some shit? It's so um, easy. No, that was like filmed way before. They just brushed it up and like put it in what, like 4K or something and just put it on the Apple Music. But it was never released? I had this debate with a... Uh, <clears throat> give a shout out to KCMQ. 96.7 KCMQ. One of my favorite radio stations because I win tickets on there all the time. So, uh, shout out to KCMQ, uh, the Shags and Trevor show. I had a uh, discussion with one of the DJs there when Shadow of Your Love came out. Mm. And I asked him, I said, what do you think about this? I said, Guns N' Roses just released Shadow of Your Love. It has been released before, not by Guns N' Roses, by Hollywood Rose. I know that. But as Guns N' Roses, Shadow of Your Love has been polished up and released as a single. Now, 
it was recorded in what, 85, 86? Yeah, definitely before Appetite or during those recording sessions. I think it was a part of those sessions. Yeah, so definitely, it definitely was, like 85, 86. Um, but since it was recorded back then, and it did kind of just sit on a shelf for all these years, and it's just released in what, 2016? Last year, it was 2018. Was it 2018? I've got it yeah. here. On, I've got the, the vinyl here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> my local record store saved it for me, and then the dude just gave it to me. <laughs> nice. Um, record store day exclusive. you got to love those. Um, does that count as, as uh, classic rock? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because... It's new to us, but yeah. was recorded at the time of all of the classics. Well, yeah, I would I would consider it. It's from a classic rock band. And I believe, let me pull up my text, because we had this talk via text message. Uh, and it was Trevor from Shags and Trevor. Shout out to Trevor. Love that radio show. Uh, a lot of people bitch, because... Uh, um, because uh, they replaced Bob and Tom all those years ago. It's a boring show, Bob and Tom. Fuck that. Anyway, this was Trevor. <laughs> Just pissed off some more people. We're on a roll today. I'm <laughs> on a roll today. We're both on a roll. Everybody, if you want to send me your hate mail, my Twitter is at Chris Caputo. Please direct it all there. Wrong one, BT Dubs, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> some poor guy who shares your name. I'm at Dustin Bertram. One. <laughs> Which that is a real Twitter, by the way. I used to, I, I went through one day and followed everybody that I could find that had my name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is what uh, Trevor answered me. <clears throat> now keep in mind, he's a, he's a classic rock DJ, so this has some weight to it in my opinion. And he says, admittedly, this is a good question. Technically, a song needs to be at least 20 years old for it to be considered classic rock, and it certainly checks that box. However, that typically means that we were listening to it 20-plus years ago. At the same time, it's hard to call it new rock since it was recorded in 86. In my opinion, I would not call it classic. That moniker is special and safe for songs that have stood the test of time and have been tested by the people. GNR is certainly a classic rock artist, but this song hasn't gone through the same trials and scrutiny as Welcome to the Jungle or Sweet Child of Mine. So that's my call for what it's worth. Great question. Thanks, Trevor. That's probably the best answer, I think, to this question. He nailed I like it. that the guy knows his shit. He <laughs> does know his shit. Just from that, I'm like, wow. I've been informed. I've been entertained. All right. Speaking of entertainment, I think it's your turn to push the button. All righty. Can we get like a drum roll? Like a countdown going. I think it does it on its own. Drum roll, please. Spin that wheel, Vanna White. Come on. <laughs> I always hate the sound the Wheel of Fortune wheel makes. Anyway. Spin it. One. Knock it on heaven's floor. Oh! Ooh, I'm down. Yes. Damn, that's a good one. We're finally getting back into uh, something that the uh, non, that the casual fans, the, the non-diehards, yeah. can uh, sink their teeth into. Yeah, this is the first uh, user illusion track we're I think, covering. Yes, this is. Yeah. Good call. So uh, next week on the show, we will be reviewing "Knocking on Heaven's Door," and uh, be looking forward to that one. Definitely, that's going to be a fun one for sure. There's a lot of stuff we can get on that. Oh, yeah. Let's hope, uh, let's uh, really sink our teeth into it. Uh, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Discord. And the best part about the easy, Discord is the easiest one because the link is right there in the description of the podcast. Just get that just a little copy. Drop that a little paste in maybe your browser of choice. Yeah. Might need to download the app. But we got you. We got you, fam. We got and sent you an invite. And all mm-hmm. you got to do is join us. 
And, man, we will talk about Guns N' Roses or whatever comes up. I don't care. We'll talk about anything. We'll talk about spaghetti for all. I had to give it down. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think that was uh, a little uh, Freudian slip because I've been staring at the cover of Spaghetti Incident now for the past hour and a half. <laughs> and then, coincidentally, I had spaghetti for dinner. So, uh, Wow. You came prepared. Oh, yeah, man. I really did for this episode. <laughs> Uh, I think I'll kill an angel and eat that next week so that I can be prepared for knocking on heaven's door. Uh, <laughs> ready to go home? Let's send them home. Let's uh, let's go home. Uh, yeah. uh, you know what? Good night, everybody. Good night. Later. Peace. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>